0: Welcome to the Soul Power Podcast with Stephanie Z, where we talk all things faith, love, and healing. I'm so excited to have you as part of our extended family, and I really look forward to meeting you in person soon. Welcome to the Soul Power Podcast with myself. Stephanie Z, we are officially back for Femme Feel Fridays, fam. And on a Fem Feel Friday, oh my goodness, would you believe it that we have an amazing <laughs> male with us here this morning? The amazing Luke Connors from the charity Talk To Me Bro, which is all about men's mental health and suicide prevention. He is literally changing lives, fam. He's been down on uh, one of the beaches in Newcastle this morning with so many incredible women doing ice baths doing like breath work, connecting with people and really uh, spreading the word about mental health, which I believe is such an important uh you know thing that is happening in the world right now. So Luke, I am so grateful and so thankful and so honored to have you on here today.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm very excited for this conversation and yeah, where we're gonna go with it and yeah thanks for recognizing what we do with talk to me Bra and myself as well and uh, what we're doing in the community and that so very very excited to what we what we chat about today.
0: How was this morning firstly because you obviously you just sort of got back home and you've been down at the beach doing some ice bars you wanted to share a little piece about what you were doing this morning?
1: Yeah so uh today was the girls the girls only day uh we've just started that in Newcastle this is our second one uh They've been running them in Wollongong for six to twelve months now. Mm. Uh, our charity when we started in 2018 was set up for guys supporting guys. But then we realized as uh, as it we've grown in our content and in our ability to deliver uh and through lived experience and what we see in the community that um and just in our growing ourselves and the, the organization that we now can hold space for for girls and we've got amazing girls in our community that can um, support us running the events and uh, yeah so it was, we're down there this morning there's about 80 80 girls I think turned up and um, braved the colder weather and <laughs> we had a bit of a, a breath session to kick off and then we all jumped in the ice bars and then come up the top and coffee and gave them a, a free hoodie. Um, we, we like to give that away because it, it's a conversation starter in the community uh, I can say we know for a fact that it saves lives and Uh, It's a good way to get the branding out there and just have those conversations um, with a stranger maybe that you meet sees the jumper or sees the shirt that you're wearing and uh, it starts a conversation. So that's sort of the structure that we run. And so it's a free event that we put on on Fridays uh, because we know also with suicide, the prevention side of it and, and mental health is like sometimes it walks hand in hand with financial difficulties. So This is something that we can give uh, for free through um, community donations. So, yeah, that's a bit about what the morning was about. So then I had to race home and warm up. It was was cold. And and here we are. Yeah, here we are.
0: Oh my gosh. Luke, you were just such an extraordinary human being. And we've known each other now for a fair few years. And we were in a mentorship together. And we, you know, uh, supported each other th- through some personal things. And, you know, then, you know, I had the honor of taking you through some things um, as, a, as a client, you know, you were going through some things yourself and we've just continued to deepen our friendship and deepen our relationship. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm your biggest cheerleader and I know that you know this. And I, we already always say that we're going to be doing things in the future. And I know that, you know, hand on heart and the heart that you have on you, like, you know, you have a construction company, you're a, a husband, you're a Young father, you've got talk to me, bro. You support so many sports companies. You're you've been in the army. Like I hope it's the army that I've got it right. I I was like, like, oh no,
1: you're on (laughs) fire. Keep rolling. Yeah, (laughs) all correct.
0: Like (laughs) you're like, I'll just receive all of this accolades. I
1: um, am. I've (laughs) been (laughs) hard.
0: Um, it just blows my mind, and like you know, as well. I'm pretty sure you're under thirty. Like it just blows my mind, or you might be. Yeah, like it just blows my mind. So. Are you able to actually share like, you know, talk to me, bro. I I think it's such an amazing, you know, slogan as well. Like it's a great conversation starter. Mm -hmm. I do feel like for men, uh, mental health has been something that thankfully over the last few years, we are opening up about more and more and more uh, and seeing it as um, really like a must, not, Mm -hmm. not a, not a potential, you know, should anymore. It's like, you know, we all need to have someone to be able to talk to and I know, you recently had a retreat where you had a group of men that you, you know, went and supported and and took away. Are you able to share a little bit more about your journey, your story and really like where the whole concept of Talk To Me Bro came
1: from? Yeah. So um, where to start with the journey and to summarize. And so my, my background was army. Yeah, you're right. Um, fortunate to join that when I was 17 also was a, Uh, apprentice carpenter at the same time and always thought my future was going to be uh, SAS and special forces I deployed a few times and then um, 2016 and 2018 I went on selection and um, there was a journey when I come back uh, pull myself off on 2016 of a lot of the childhood trauma and and that come up there and I what came out of me was a lot of fire and anger and heartache and i was very blameful of the people around me and just what was coming out i realized i need to get some help here and that was was probably the start of my personal development and growth journey i think that 2016 i then deployed in 2017 again i met jack who i ran the the who i run talked to me bro with the charity on a deployment um so we're both vets and army background um and then went back on selection in 2018 and um and had a probably at the back end of that had a, a you know an intuitive godlike moment of this isn't actually mm. this is part of your journey, but this isn't the destination. And um, that was big for me to pull off the course on that one, doing so well and so um, mentally ready and physically ready for it. Uh, but when I come home, my now wife was I remember her just looking at me at the time like when's he going to explode again? Uh, and it never came out. And it was I put that down to reaching out to, to support and, uh, you know, coaches and mentors and professionals and friends and people to listen to you. And then, so I started a construction company in 2018 after that with another mate from uh, the Army. Uh, and then we were at a business uh, seminar in, in November. And it was the second night I was walking under the Sydney Harbour bridge, bridge and one of my mentors and friends who I deployed with in 2012, Matt, um, he had supported me through... Uh, my journey to get ready for special forces and what really stand stood out for me with him was we spent hours, not just training physically and him getting me ready physically, but we spent hours talking about uh, how to build your mind into the mental fortitude and resilience uh, that you need to build your mind into, to become a special forces soldier. And we spoke for hours and talked about hours and did tasks for hours, how to, how to build that mind up and, um, so I got a phone call on the second night that he'd killed himself and, you know, the first part of grief is denial. And I was just like, nah, it's the wrong person. And, uh, as I made the phone calls and found more information, it was, it was Matt and he was a, um, husband had three kids, a father, uh, and over the next days and weeks and at the funeral, I was like, I never. I never saw this coming. And there was probably five, six hundred hundred pe- people at the funeral too. A lot of those guys uh, got men that he would either deployed with or been around. And I was like, any one of these guys, like 98% of these guys would have flown across the country to support you if you just reached out. And that, to me, a few things flagged that, one, I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. And, two, I probably didn't have the tools or resources to ask the right questions to support him. Uh, Jack had lost his cousin um the same year earlier in the year the day after australia day big matt his name was big matt and both of them were 37 the stories are he had a wife stories were very similar to suicide as well and that's where the charity christy um matt's um wife started the charity uh and then jack and i uh pretty soon on become heavily involved um and we're, we're the directors of it now and christy's actually stepped out in the last few years but she played a um, pivotal role in um, setting it up and getting the branding going and um, all that sort of thing throughout um, our first few years so mm. yeah that's the a bit of my my story and then it's you know from 2018 to oh late 20, oh sorry late 2018 to well now we just it's just expanded to it started with can we sell shirts can we do one-on-one mentoring can you come speak in schools? so then we okay, we need to get a program up here. And so we reach out to psychs and counsellors and put a program together. And, um, and then we we've, we have mixed that with lived experience and vulnerability and um, we just grew ourselves. And we're, we're proud to, you know, talk on this and say we've probably spoken to date to face-to-face run events for close to 50,000 people. And a lot of that has been Jack and myself mm-hmm. uh, up until about this point now. And th- when you mentioned the retreat that we just had on the, re- the weekend, that was our first, um retreat fair, we're going to call our custodians, leaders within Talk to Me Bro. Yeah. Uh, because custodian means to to look after and protect something. Um, so these were guys that we're now going to train up and get into the community to facilitate and support. And uh, that's really exciting because that uh, the expansion that we can come from here is is you know, the world's our oyster, and what we can do. Um but we wanted to make sure that we put them through. The, the wording for the weekend was um, service to self, service to others, our motto. And it was like, you, you, you need to serve yourself first and um, crack that, crack your heart open and know who you are and understand your journey and your story and bring, bring the stuff out to then be able to go out in the community and hold space for other people and support other people. And um, yeah, so then just over the years, we've just obviously got better and better at facilitating and learning how to, to hold space ourselves and going on to bigger, level, bigger numbers, bigger levels. And, um, that's then, as we talk with the girls in the last probably six to 12 months, we started running events for girls because we, we know that, that, that the men and men space is sacred, but the girls with girls is sacred too. And then we also are now starting to run events for guys and girls, because even that, that space, when the masculine and feminine energy comes together, mm-hmm. um, that's sacred as well. So, um, exciting what the future holds for ourselves and talk to me bro uh, it is you know some just some of the wording from the weekend was guys that were turning up thinking that they were just going to be learning our program and you know with a heart of service to then say to us this weekend has changed the trajectory of my life um is mm-hmm. yeah. my voice is even still a bit croaky and, and break just from the weekend and just from presenting and speaking um and it actually it like makes me it gives me goosebumps thinking about that now because it's uh i never thought i thought i'd be walking through places in different countries in night with night vision goggles on and um doing the role of a, a special forces soldier and a bit of you know a ghost they call them and that's where i thought my future was was going to be and to be uh doing this sort of work in the public is um is quite surreal and it still gives me so I still need to pinch myself at what we're doing and, but it's all, uh, it's all meant to be if you follow your heart and, you, and your gut. So that's a bit about my story. We can.
0: Well, there, like, I was <laughs> so much of what you were saying. I think you can, obviously we can see each other. I know everyone is listening right now, but I'm just in awe. I just always love hearing your story. I was getting goosebumps in so many of those. I don't know if you noticed I was shivering and I was like, Oh, I was just feeling it. And there was a few downloads that were coming through and you, you know that I'm really big on downloads and I know a big part of your journey has been cracking your heart, even more open, you know, wide open and, and vulnerability. And I want to, I want to ask you a question in a second. That's a little bit about your journey and the other, I never actually knew, I never actually knew how talk to me bro actually started. I realized until you shared that story about Matt and, you know, rest in peace. And we send so much love and light and, You know, sometimes things happen that are so unexpected and then, you know, there is beauty that gets to be birthed and created and his legacy is always going to live on through Talk To Me Bro and and it's wonderful that his wife and you and, you know, the team have been, you know, working tirelessly. Like I know you have so much on your plate, so many moving parts on your plate and I am so happy to know that you've now got these custodians that are going to be able to have this ripple effect because as we know, there's only so much that we can do on our own. And this is this is a piece and I'm curious to get your perspective on this what came through and I want to see if this lands for you. You know when you're able to look back on your journey in hindsight it's so interesting how and I've noticed this for myself but when you look back on your journey it's like that thing was meant to happen that led me to this thing that led me to this thing and it's like it, you're like you can't make this stuff up. And I feel like a big thing with mental health with men is back in the day it was like taboo like if you're a masculine man you don't talk about your feelings which as we know now is the wounded masculine or the the unhealthy masculine or well, some people say toxic masculine which i don't like but you know it's like a wounded place whereas as we know a divine masculine is able to embody both masculine and feminine energies they're able to you know uh be strong and be uh in on purpose and you know know their direction and have a vision and but at the same time, they can be present and they can be understanding and they can be compassionate and they can be empathetic, which is the feminine side. Mm. And they can listen and they can be nurturing. And it's it's really about balancing the two. I feel like for you along your journey, you know, coming out of the army, that is very, you have to being in special forces. You can't let feelings get involved. You have to be like, mind has to be so sharp because it, that's that is the difference between life and death. But I feel like for you, because you have been in such a masculine, masculine role, almost disconnected from that feminine part for a while. And again, I'm, I am sharing, I'm curious to get how this lands for you. You then went through this huge transition and it's just so beautiful because I obviously supported you through a a period of that and to see you come out the other side and, and what you've stepped into and now what you're able to hold and you've expanded into is just mind blowing do you feel like you being in the army and then like the growth that you've had is then also what you're now able to support other men through as well?
1: Yeah. Like it all lands a lot of different points as you're talking, like come up. Um, Yeah. Like it is all divine. Like I'm trying to pick the right words and and where to go with this, but like
0: whatever comes out. When you like- look
1: backwards, yeah. When you look backwards, you connect the dots of – I was literally talking to one of the boys this morning at the beach about this. When you look back, you connect the dots of how things happen and you go, "Ah, oh, that's why I had to go through that. That's why I had to – when that negative thing is now the most positive thing that's ever happened to me because of either what I learned, what I went through, what I, what I grew into. Um, even for the Army, probably when we first kicked off, maybe this was a bit for me and me – creating my story and my um, a b- certainty that I could go into a, a, a workplace with guys that were sometimes in their 50s, 60s, or even 18 to six, you know, you'd, you'd have a conversation and they would walk in the room because a lot of the time the workplace, like, they put a vent on for talking to bro to come talk and then the guys, are, which I love those ones because the people that are employed, they're there because they have been told that they need to sit in. That's who I want to get to because it was like, they might have never heard you know had these conversations about mental health or suicide prevention and when i can come into a room and just share i'm not here to tell you how to live your life but i just want to share a little bit about my story and as human beings we are storytellers we we relate to stories and um for me to be able to get up and then share you know my story of vulnerability of like sometimes i go from when my parents separated which i didn't meet, mention before but when i was younger to um the, the trials through my teenage years and getting arrested and, and different things like that that was definitely a pivoted point pivot point of where, where which way was I going to go about 17 and fortunately for me I had great values that have been distilled in me, in me from parents and sporting clubs and school that I took took the right path and joining the army was massive for me but that's again like you look back and go wow well, I could have gone one or two ways but I was I was guided to where I got to and Um, being able to sit like you know be in front of these guys and share about my story and then yeah the SAS and the the special force or my military background a lot of the times breaks down oh okay this guy's not that you have to have a story like that which I'm learning now like more so and teaching our guys about that but for me when I started it was a way of holding the room and holding space and not being um and and people listening to what you had to say and then just using that as a they move into but these are the things i went through this is what i felt this is what i and when someone tells the story they start envisioning their own life Oh, i went through this trial i went through this this up uh, this period and they they oh wow he he felt this i felt the similar pain to what he's felt before i felt lost i felt like i didn't have a purpose when i come out like different things that i bring up in the talks and you we just we just connect as human beings and um and then we can you know, hold space for one another and have conversations and that's so what you said, like it yeah, definitely like it's it is all part of it's divine, it's part of the journey, it's part of um where we get to We 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 move to and even like what you when you've supported me, so was like probably from 2018 to 2021, um, yeah, we were just flat out. We we're about to do a we'll grow in the charity, we will grow in our business, and then we we're gonna do a walk across the country for talk to me, bro, from Perth to Newcastle and 4,000 K so 4,000 we we estimated 4,000 suicides in Australia that year in that challenging COVID lockdown period and we wanted to speak and run our program in schools and work like wherever we could across the country and then we're about to leave and the next shutdown happened and that for me was a massive burnout period my body just shut down from pushing so hard so that was definitely a trait that I learned from the army of you don't you stop when the job's done not when you're tired and um, which can it's like, you know, there, there is times when you need to do that. But what I've also learned is, especially from our coaching and, um, the, the time I shared with you in that space as a client, um, I also re- realized like, I need to have practice self-love. I need to practice what I preach. Um, I need to dive deeper into, um, you know, the next layer come up. I've done the, some of the work in 2018, which I mentioned before about, um, releasing some of the anger and the trauma and the stuff that come up when i was a child but there's always layers more more on the journey so then i had to in that 20 2021 uh, practice what i preach and re- i reached out to you and said can we can we do some work on um because i need some help there and i sort of went in my cocoon for six to nine months and still did you know did what i needed to do and in, in talk to me bro and uh in spartan projects but then in a building company but then i yeah, we found out that Jenna was pregnant as well, my wife, and it was that was a journey in itself. Like I talked a lot about uh, generational trauma and forgiving stuff, you know, from, I, I would speak from the eye, from my parents and what's been passed down to me. But then I was like, oh, well, I'm about to have a kid. This is now the shoes on the other foot. So now I have to, what sort of dad am I going to be? What sort of parent am I going to be? And and go down that path. So life comes in ebbs and flows and ups and downs. And I, I, we'd like to talk about that in, Talk to me, bro. Like the analogy of the the tide in the ocean. Like there's highs, like the waves, and then there's lows, and it never stays. It's always it will move. And and same with the seasons. I like the seasons one too. Like there's winter, summer, spring, and and autumn. And it's like in winter, sometimes it's time to hibernate and renew. And then you come out and you, you plant some seeds, and you come out and you grow again. And then summers, you know, the summer will come. But then there is a there will be another down down spiral. So I think it. Yeah, it all. But then where we're at now like to your question too it was like where we're at now talking to in bros expand like expanding even more and faster and it's like I even had this realization at the at the event on the weekend it's like I don't think that we would have been as a whole been out to hold the space that we we did um we would have held a space but just the depth that we went to and the um, the impact being able to move from the feminine to the masculine and know that we're doing it at the time. Especially when you're running a retreat, like we we talked about personality types to the throughout the team there and talked about like um the disc profile like and different stuff that comes up in that. But definitely spoke a lot about masculine and feminine. And I was like to the boys, I was like, right now you'll watch me and I'm having to organize I was more probably the big the organizer of the weekend. There was a lot of stuff I was facil- facilitating too, but we also had guys that were running breath work for us. We had a great team. Jack was running stuff. Um, so I didn't have to I didn't have to facilitate in every mm. bit I was like oh, more of my role I, I worked as the, as the weekend went on was making sure that we hit the key points make sure we hit timing so I had to get the step into my masculine um for quite a bit of that weekend and just make sure that yeah the mission That's success up. the mission success was correct but uh, so there it was a great learning point to the boys I was like if you don't think that I'm like one-on-one I might not be fully present with you but I'm 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 making sure one to many that we're all everyone's energies up, we're all hitting the key points that we need to. But then there was other times that I have to quickly switch into the fem, like you know fem, the share space and show my vulnerability and um, just that learning a lot from our coaching in that period like in the last 12 months, say 12 months ago, has been a massive another level of stepping up. So it was that darkness that I had to go to again, that burnout. Yeah. um challenging time to then I think we use the analogy like getting the getting your cocoon and then the butterfly the new le- the new you comes I like the phoenix like I, I, I get burnt down into the ashes and I read you know you rise again as a new version of yourself um a, a, a new one, so I was like there. Yeah, that's the to your question that was a bit of the, the,
0: the piece with that and like and I love that vulnerability so much and I and I can see that and that's the thing like if I can, I know that you're very open so I can share this, but, and I even went through this too when I was going through it, when I was had coaches and mentors supporting me through it for ages, you feel like you're banging your head up against the wall. You're like, why isn't this changing? It's just like, ah, like you start to be like, oh, the head's out of the cocoon and you're like, yay, I see the light. And then you go back in and then you're like, no. And then just eventually you're like, oh my God, I'm actually this next level version. You're like, where did this just come from? It just sort of has happened. And I've noticed that I've just, even just your presence and your energy and what you've been doing, like, I was like, oh my God, there he is. You know, and you, the thing is you, one thing I've got to just share for anyone listening, like you are very proactive. You realize like, I am in burnout. I got a baby on the way. Like, you know, there's so much more I want to do with talk to me, bro. And you're like, you're looking at yourself and you're like, okay, well, I am the common denominator. I've got to like up level within me and like a big thing is internal upgrade external upgrade and what you were saying about the guys at the retreat with you being in the masculine and then dropping into the feminine for a lot of them at the retreat they were more in the feminine they may not have realized but they were receiving you know they were listening they were being taken through a breath work like that is really like that is the feminine but a a lot of the time we live in this world that just thinks we've got to do more do more do more do more do more do more and badass our way through everything, which we can get results, but then you burn out, right? Um, but the other piece that you share that I just wanted to come back to, uh, let me go back in my mind. You were talking about, hmm, is there anything else you want to add for a second while that comes through? Was there anything else you wanted to add? Um.
1: I, I think, yeah, the, just on the, the holding that space, I think it was a, the, the boys did really um, – it was to teach them that you can turn up and you can be – that was all the weekend. You can turn up and we're, gonna, we're holding you. Like it's – there's that with the share space was massive. And we, we did um, this thing on the weekend, which I think is really what we're trying to teach in, in Talk To Me. Like I watch in Talk To Me, bro, this is where I'm going with this. In Talk To Me, bro, at the moment, I feel like in society, in the community at the moment, there's a lot of people that are starting to reach out for help. Which is like so' it's so awesome. Like you can see as a whole, we're starting to go, okay, there is support out there. Actually, I do need to reach out. I think the next phase of what's coming through is educating and teaching all of us in the community, How do you hold space? because we see so many people turn up or come to us and go, well, i've I've done all these things. I've reached out to professionals. I went here, but none of it worked. And it's like they're not being held or I I reached out to my mate and he just said, oh, yeah, you know, you'll get over it all. Like just and just not understanding the language or just how to – like one of our things on the weekend was wait. Why am I talking? Um, And it's like do you actually need to add anything now in this conversation or do you just need to like hold the silence or hold the space? Uh, um, So I think our big mission now moving forward is that education on – how do you hold someone um, when they come to you for support? How do we, as a whole, how do we hold space? And um, we had a a beautiful saying that we say, so we we have a lot of, we create a lot of share spaces on the weekend. And when, yeah, what will come up for you in the breath work? That might be a question. Or we have like a space at the end of the night called the love space. And we have a talking stick and whatever's on your heart can come up in your share. And some of the stuff like, Oh, I went up there on the second night and, didn't even know it was going to come out and all this stuff come up out about my brother and my mom and just tears. And it was, you know, you don't even know where it's going to come from, but at the end of it, you finish and the boys just say, aho ho. And aho is like a native American tribal wording that doesn't actually have a meaning, but it's sort of like, I hear you. I see you. I understand you. I feel you. So it was like, it wasn't about, um, there was no solution-based stuff on this. There was no fix. There was no, it was just get up and share. And just like, so that you yeah, it was having that feminine, it was that energy of just like, let me just dispel what's in me. Let me come out of the loop. Yeah. So what it was.
0: <laughs> this is such a powerful thing. Like I'm having visions of retreats that I've been at where we've done the same thing. And, you know, it's really interesting with people in my life, like, I used to always be someone that would talk a gazillion miles an hour and I can still do that, we know that, and so we we both can. But sometimes I can be chatting to one, especially girlfriends, where they're talking and you're talking at the same time, but we're still hearing each other. But then I realise I'm like, no, like this is not a healthy thing to do. It's funny sometimes and I still do it sometimes, but a big thing has been for me about holding space and genuinely listening, which has been a practice that took me a fair few years to finally like, you know, I'm still You know, getting better at it. I'm definitely haven't mastered it yet, but it's it is a skill. Like listening is a skill, and you come to realize that most people just want to be heard. Mm -hmm. Most people just want to be seen. Most people get cut off, and so they never get to finish what they actually want to say because other people cut them off, and then they don't feel heard, and then so they need to keep like trying to add in. I had an experience very recently where this was happening, and I was like zoomed out, and I was like, wow, like this person just really needs to be heard. I'm just going to let them keep talking. And, you know, like I, I recognize that and it's the same with women, like what you're saying. I love the three, the V's that I often say, I think we've, we've, we've chatted about this before, but especially with women, it's like the first V is like, and we say V because Tony Robbins always used to teach us about like, I always say verbal diarrhea, but he would say vent, but you know, the V as in like just expression. And the first one is that, you know, sometimes you just need to express. There's no, especially for a woman, there's no point. Sometimes we don't have a point to what we want to say. We just need to get everything out that's on our mind. The second one is where you actually um, have a question. Like you you need a solution. Like what you just said, like you you have a solution. You want to ask a question. You're like, hey, how could you support me here? And then the third one is we actually need to have a courageous conversation. Mm -hmm. Rather than, you know, like a courageous conversation is something's happened in a relationship. Something's happened in a friendship. Something's you know, happen in the family or with children or, you know, they're just like those really important conversations where everyone needs to be fully present and realize that this might be like a sometimes a triggering or not a a comfortable conversation, which is why I prefer to say courageous rather than, you know, like and being able to compartmentalize those three then allows you to know which version of you you need to bring. And this is where we need to make it okay sometimes in society to actually ask someone like, hey, do you just need me to hold space, which is you just need me to listen for a minute, or, do you, you know, do you need some support, which is do you need me to ask a question? And then sometimes if it's a heavier conversation, it's like, hey, can we, like, lock that in? Because both of you need to come with your cups full, right? Um, Whereas sometimes I think what happens for a lot of women is they want to be heard and they start going into expressing, but then especially with a male, he thinks he has to fix it. So he's like, oh, my God, I've got to go into solution mode. And then he's trying to ask her questions, but she just wants to be heard. And then it ends up leading into this deeper conversation. And so through a whole relationship ends up being that all the time it leads to these uncomfortable conversations, but it's because they don't realize they have to compartmentalize.
1: Mm. And I'm like,
0: imagine if this was taught in school. Mm. Like That's how great. much more amazing this would be.
1: That's the vision. Teach our kids. Teach the next generation.
0: That's my vision to create the mindfulness school.
1: Mm. So good.
0: Oh, what's going
1: to happen? When we're doing the breath work and stuff on the weekend, we had the conversations. like, Imagine if you had like breath works, one tool, not all, like, you know, there's multiple tools. But I was like, imagine, yeah, in the tribal or in the past, they just go and you you got a two or three-year-old and you just teach them, oh, this has come up for you. Let's just breathe together and let it out. No words needed, no nothing. Just, or there's another technique. We talk about it. We express it. It's like, you just think. No, you can't hide. There would have been my belief is there wouldn't have been as much. You can't hide on your phone. You can't hide behind the, like the, the numbness. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't numb myself by sitting and scrolling mindlessly. I can't numb myself by some sort of habit, alcohol, drugs, um, overworking. Yeah, there's so many different ways to to hide. You know, to numb um, because we do take on so much in this in this life. It's not. Is I, you know, I know I do it still like today, but I'm a lot more aware of it. It's like, oh, there you go. It, this is what's coming up. This is because society, like our brains, we take on so much information that's out there now that's coming to us and um, everyone wants our attention if it's to, to buy something, to complete something, to do something, that it, it is that this conversation on mindfulness and um, and all its practices is just so important because we just had a business event that um, Jason and I were at a couple of months ago and it was the whole topic was artificial intelligence and AI. And um, it's just what the future of what the more stuff that's coming, that the closer technology comes to us and screens and this sort of thing. And it can be such a benefit too. It's not something to be scared of, but there's there's a benefit in it, but there is so we need to be so aware of our mindfulness and our humanness and coming back to um, those innate things of just, Get into nature, connect with one another, have these conversations that you know you're talking about how how to hold a space for one another, let each other talk, let each other express, let's breathe together. Sometimes it's just sitting in companionship and not saying anything that's that's special too. And um, there are so many elements that, as a whole, we need to as a community. It's just not a few individuals. It's community that needs to be practicing this sort of stuff and uh, bringing into into life. So
0: there's mm. a few things I was just quickly writing down a few things as you were sharing because I'm like I love our conversations they're always amazing. The thing is with the school like there was one of my mentors um Melanie and they incredible woman she's done a lot of Tony stuff as well Abraham Esther Hicks like the the heart on this woman, the uh emotional intelligence like uh like she's just next level I'm just in awe of the woman that she has become and she was living in her car like seven years ago, maybe 10 years ago now 2012. And they generated like sixty million dollars in the company about three years ago. Like they're they're on, they're going to hit fifty million in one year. Like it blows your mind. And what she's teaching is about exactly what we're talking about. And one thing that she shared, and this is going back to the mindfulness school. And I know that we're gonna we're gonna be doing magic. Like we already know this. We're postulating it. Like we know this. We got we got. I've <laughs> got so much. We're gonna be doing together in time. But she was like, you know, we're doing it now. Like we talk about the schools, but it's like we're actually already doing that. Yes, there isn't, nece- there are schools, but they're not necessarily there right now. But we are actually changing the generational lineage. Like we are doing it individually and then we're sharing it and there's a ripple effect. And, you know, with, you know, your family right now and, you know, like life, like kids model what we do. So it's like when you're at home doing a breath work room, when you're at home doing a meditation, or when you're at home, or you're go, you're like, hey, I'm going out to the bush. I'm gonna go reconnect to my soul, to my spirit, I'm gonna go and go out in the bush for the day, which is a big thing for you, as is for me. They're like, oh, okay, well, it's important to take care of myself. But so many parents, when they have kids, especially often, not all the time, the dad overworks to compensate, and the mom puts herself last uh and they don't have this you know like supporting of each other of the mum being like okay I'm actually going to go and spend time with the girls or I'm going to like even just for a few hours once a week or I'm going to go and have a massage or I'm going to go in nature for an hour and just refill my cup and that's like coming back to the beingness like you're saying I even have to catch myself sometimes because you know in vibe one of my programs I teach so much about the foundational basics of getting in alignment with your mental body, emotional body, spiritual body, and physical body. And sometimes I can even catch myself being like, okay, I'm going to work out and meditate and I'm going to like pray or whatever it is. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm ticking things off a to-do list. And I'm like, I'm still in the doing. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it's powerful. But I was like, you know, and then the other day I was like, just let your soul just go. Like, what do I feel like doing? And it does take a certain, I feel like um, you really have to be very mindful and in your circumstantial or personal power, which is a lot about what I teach now of being able to, like, you've really have got to master those foundational basics. And then you get to a point that you're like, okay, now I can have the freedom to honor my feelings and go and trust that I'm still going to show up. Um, We do have to sort of master that on a level. And now like I will listen to my feelings and I was reading something in a book and then I just said, I was like, I just want to sit in the sun with having a cup of tea. I don't want to journal. I don't want to be reaching out to someone. I don't want to be reading something. I just wanted to sit there. And then once I just sat there, that's when I was like guided to go and do something else like, and go for a walk and go and sit at a cafe. And I was like, Oh, now I'm connected to that being part of myself
1: Mm -hmm. because I'm
0: listening to that, that inner compass this is a new program that's going to be coming out the divinity within like connect to the divinity within the divinity within is that that most wise part of you that like limitless infinite part of you that we are all born with from our creator that we all have inside of us because the world that we're living in at the moment like you were saying is the information age there is so much out there and it's so powerful i'm so grateful for it but we can get so bombarded with all of the information that we miss the implementation, the integration and the embodiment of it. And not only that, like so many people are listening to an external voice. What is this person trying to tell me to do? And I caught myself doing that for a while. I was like modeling other people, which was so powerful. And I learned so many skills and I'm grateful for, but I was like, I am on someone else's train right now. And I don't know where the hell we're going, but it is not what my soul is guiding me towards. And so I had to be really, I had to really have discernment. I was in like, what do I want? And why do I want it? And where am I headed? And then, okay, cool. Are there other people that can support me along that journey? Rather than me jump on their train, I can pull pieces. I don't have to take on what they're sharing as gospel. And I feel like if we can all connect to that divinity within and that inner knowing within, and we can just have the awareness of it and distinguish it. And then not only that, trust it and know, and then act on it. That's when the magic in our own lives happens. Oh, I love it! Oh.
1: Beautiful. You're on there. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was um. Oh. Yeah, there's some things I was writing down as you were talking. Then it's I've had some good conversations with one of my um good friends who come on the retreat, um, Mr. Whiskers. But we always just ring each other up randomly. And the conversation, we're like, we need to do a podcast together because it just goes. And you know, we're talking about like the deepest things. And we've had this conversations that's bounced back to each other. It's, and a few words, like stuff that's come up, it's like, like it, it couldn't happen any other way because it didn't, like where you are now. And, and we got this the conversation is like, do you actually, everywhere, everything, every decision you ever made, Has guided you to this point even when you're like oh that was a bad one i didn't trust you it's like just that trusting like the biggest decisions that i've ever made in my life Mm -hmm. um, and that where i've gone to it's like sometimes you don't even know sometimes you do know and sometimes you don't even know you're in that moment and then you sort of look back and reflect and you're like oh i've just been making all these decisions here based on a gut feeling and this is where it's like sometimes it's like oh do i want that job do i not yeah i think i'll take that job massive like it's a massive but sometimes it's just a oh i just this is where i ended up but it's like you're you innately are making these decisions sometimes without even realizing that it's just guiding you every single day to where you exactly where you are now like where you are now and that saying of like everything you need is within you and it's actually like trust Just i think it's like we're coming back to that mm. trusting ourselves more in that in that decision mate it's just like no, this isn't where I need to be right now. Like this is exactly where I am right now. Yeah, it's perfect. Like there might be, it's not my. It might not be forever. It might not. You might be in this place in your life. You're like, oh, I'm not completely satisfied. But it's like, then you can flip it around again. But I'm grateful for. I flip it sometimes too. I'm like, I'm grateful for the roof above my head. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for just all those the, the little like the little things which are the biggest things. It's just like just that there's love in our life. There's love in our hearts. There's um. It's just all those the small things that you can you just find so much gratitude in. It's like I know that the amount of times when you go away with the army and you're out bush for a while, it can start within the first twenty four hours. All you want is all you start talking about is the next dryer, like when you're going to be dry and you're going to be, in, you know, warm clothes and in a bed. What your next meal is going to be, and like yeah, you, know, you just start missing. I want to just go home and I want to be with my wife. I want to play with my now, for me, it's like I want to play with my boy. Um, it's just the little things. It's like when you come home and you've been rained on for a week straight, it's just that roof above your head that's catching the water. And the other things you just come back to is like your friends, your ma- like the just the small things and the little moments, the experiences is what um, really just stacks up with the important things. But it's like it's all within you. Like that, that wording, like it couldn't happen any other way because it didn't. Like you are exactly where you need to be what's next like what's coming so
0: what you were just saying as well about like someone shared this with me and I was like oh my god this is so true like when a baby like we were a baby right in our mother's womb like Leif was in Jenna's womb right your little baby Mm. when they're growing we as humans don't get in there and be like all right we're just going to make sure today all right is your leg growing all right cool that's growing all right Um, now is your eye growing today okay what color eyes are we going to give you We don't have control over that. We trust that this creator, whatever you believe in God, source creator, this divinity, this presence that put us here on this earth is going to do its thing. But all of a sudden when we get out of the womb, we get to a certain point and we decide that we're going to take the reins and control. Now, we do live in a co-creative universe. So if our creator was just meant to be taking the reins, we wouldn't have this thing called free will. But we have this thing called certainty and uncertainty, which makes life interesting. I feel like we have almost checkpoints along the journey of like, whether they're lessons that we learned and sometimes, or I always joke about like, you know, good old Mario, Nintendo, where you get to go through the next level. And something I've come to understand is I feel like the levels are infinite but we sometimes get stuck on like a merry-go-round or like a Ferris wheel and we repeat the same level again and, again and again and again and again and again and again. And we get to decide how fast do we want to progress to the next level. And I feel like the more that you expand and grow, it's like you're growing beyond and you are going to that next level. And everyone's as individual. And it doesn't matter how many times you repeat a lesson. We all grow, but some, sometimes we have a shorter path that's like the fun and more joyful way. And other times we go down into the gully and we die as like the dragon and then we rise as the phoenix. And, you know, so it's it's all perfect and it's all divine and it's always leading us. But it's like when we are able to connect to that divinity within, when we are able to be in alignment with that source energy, we all know it to be true. We all know it's there. We all know when we're in alignment, like all these things just bang 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 align but most mm. of us live most of our life out of alignment out of disconnected from ourselves disconnected from source energy don't believe in the miracles and we don't know number 1 how to get back into it or we're not even aware of it and sometimes you don't want to get back into alignment you actually like staying out of it cuz you don't have to take responsibility you don't have to take ownership you get to just let life happen for you and hold on to certain stories and You know, choosing to become who you were destined to become requires courage and bravery. And it requires you falling down a gazillion times and getting up a gazillion times. Like, I wish everyone would just understand there is no failure, but it's, there is also like, you were going to fall down and it's going to hurt and it's going to be painful, but you're going to be okay. Mm. And just keep getting back up. And the more that you do it, it's like the easier it becomes and the less painful it becomes. Mm. makes
1: sense yeah we did a um exercise on the retreat we create on one of the hikes i create a get all the boys in a circle Mm -hmm. and i speak on in lot in in the journey of life at times we can get in our own heads and we start creating these stories or these narratives or these things up where we can also in our thoughts isolate ourselves like it's only me going through this right now um and we just do a step in space where like i'll say like um is anyone feeling i'm I speak from the eye so it's like right now i'm feeling scared about going in the water shortly the freezing cold you know the snow's running off these these rivers these creeks and rivers and then all you do step in if it relates to you and you just watch how many people and then it's um, one of the boys brought on the weekend that hit like sat still sat with me. It's like, um, do you ever fear that you won't be there for someone when they really need you? It's like you step in. And it's like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm scared that I'm not going to be the right dad, the best dad that I can be. Step in and it's these, what I'm bringing out there and sort of move move the conversation a little bit. Is this coming back to what we just said? Is like it's that um you can get caught in this loop in your head that I'm not where I'm like it's like other people we're all human we all so many of us feel the same things that are happening we um we go through the same thought processes and it's like but we are all together as one like on the like it's it is what comes up in your head is a normal it's a human reaction like you're having a human experience and it's what I'm trying to what I feel like on this this next part of my journey and the awareness that I'm at at the moment is that I'm just trying to do the best that I can to just feel the joy in and just be like, okay, this is a challenge. Like this week I had a lot of challenging conversations. I'm quite tired. I was like, oh, it's just part of, this is part of my business. Like I need to do these challenging conversations because this is just where I'm at. And just releasing a bit of the yeah, you know, probably a lot of times there's a bit of self-worth that come up like I was like well if the customers aren't happy then I'm not good enough no it's just part of you're still amazing you're still doing the best I'm still doing the best I can do that's one of the things I'm doing I keep saying to myself at the moment it's like I'm just, I'm doing my best like I just it turn up sometimes I can't deliver on all the promise I've made even though I wanted to as you know, a value to me but I'm doing my best I'm turning up and talk to me bro yeah, sometimes that probably people don't even know, but uh, you know, two ice bars we didn't have the other day because they're somewhere. And so I probably would have freaked you out a lot more, especially with the army. That was my journey at one one point. And it's like, if you don't have certain pieces of equipment with you, you can fail a mission. You can, like, you know, like the end product is you kill your mates and you kill yourself. Like they drill it in at Kapuka. You're dead. Your mate's dead. So I was like, for me, a lot of time, if something didn't go exactly right, 100%. I've I I've, the de- death was the subconscious outcome mm. now I'm just I'm just doing my best I'm safe um and I'm also trying to find the the joy in like the there's a few conversations that are about to come up in our, our building company because there's some stuff that's been raised just yesterday like a few um conflicts between some of the the boys and I after this conversation like for now I'm gonna have to go out and deal have these conversations but I'm like reframing it of yeah, but what can I learn? Like I can get really frustrating, like, oh, why is this happening? Uh, especially when we've got we've had we've got such a great culture in our business, something that we but I'm like, oh, I'm just curious. The word curious is a massive. I'm curious of like where these conversations can go to and the growth that we can have from them. And um something that you that was speaking about, like I'm really feeling now that I'm being pulled, like in the there's not the energy that's gone into in the past of just pushing stuff. Like maybe that's exactly the right place that you need to be if you feel like you need to push your business to get it going. Or you when you start something, you just you've got to drive energy into it. Like that could be that's also like completely right because it's part of the journey. But for now, like I'm at this point now, like where I just feel like it's not actually taking as much energy from me. Mm. Um, and I'm enjoying the process a lot more because I just feel like I've got amazing people around me, but I'm just being pulled in the right the right people are just I put an intention here like three months ago that the right people are going to, maybe six months ago in the letter to self, that the right people would just show up to support me with the growth of Talking Bro. We've just had like in the last, you know, six months, we've had some of these guys that have turned up in in my life and in the charity's life, like they're just movers and shakers. And I'm like, where is like, it's just like that intention. And it's just like this, it, it will come. The right people will come something happens in the the business you know you could flip out and go oh why is this happening but I'm just trying to take like a curious mindset to everything and go hmm but what's the outcome of this like whoa this could lead us to the next next level and the next the bet like something actually better even though it feels challenging right now it's like oh I have to have this courageous conversation with my wife well I've heard you say courageous because I would I used to say like Move towards the pain. I heard a mentor say that move towards a difficult conversation. But I think then reframing that one better is move towards a courageous conversation. Cause like when you have those conversations, it's like you feel even better because you're like, Oh, we did it one thing and it's like and now we're I feel seen, I feel hurt, I've got something out. I can love you better, I can love myself more. Like, um, I love that, yeah, the courageous conversation and just knowing that you're yeah. in that place is <laughs>
0: when you say difficult as well, or when you say like, oh, we've got to have a hard conversation or like the energy, like the frequency, like I've learned so much about energy and the energetics of things. It makes you want to come with your sword. It's like, we're at a battlefield. It's not about like, I'm coming to hear you and you're going to hear me. It's like, oh, well, I've got to win or you've got to win. And that's just not how relationships work, whether they're uh, romantic or platonic or friendships, like so yeah. courageous is like, I'm willing to be brave and you're willing to be brave and I'm willing to hear you and see you and you're willing to hear me and see me. The other piece that you were just sharing there, and then I might just ask you some parting some parting words as well. You were talking about, um, you know, like when you start a business, you know, like sometimes you do need that like gusto. And I know we both went through that in early stages in our business where, you know, it does get you started. It's like you have a big firecracker up your butt in a way. It's like you're this rocket and you're like, Pew! and then all of a sudden, like we both had happened to us, the fuel burnt out. And then the rocket ship comes crashing down. You're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. You're like, I'm seeing that it's going to crash and then it crashes. And so, and look, doesn't mean everyone has to go through that, but we both did. And what I, I was listening to Tony again the other day, his time of your life program, which is literally incredible. And one thing that he was talking about is when you're in the zone, when you're in the zone, it's you're doing things that are important, but not urgent, because it's like you've planned, you know, you've had think time, like you're being creative in that zone. It's like you're in the zone of fulfillment, which really you want to spend about 40 to 60% of your time in that, you know, when you're doing things that are not important and not urgent, you're in distraction. And so like what you were saying before, like, I remember when you came to me, when you were burned out and when I went through that. It's like we're living all the time in everything is urgent and everything is important. And then we don't have any balance or I prefer the word harmony with everything. And the thing is, you can be in two extremes. You either can be living fully in distraction and escapism. And then sometimes you can be way too in urgent and important, which is burnout. Or sometimes you can be even too much in the zone, which I've also been in that where again, you do things that are important, but not urgent. You might be taking care of your mental health and you're meditating and you're going to a retreat. And But if you're in that place, then, then there's no challenge. There's no demand on you. There's no like gusto, like let's go, gumption. And so we need we need balance. Like we, we actually do need challenge and demand and to help us grow. But then at the same time, we also don't want to have so much stress that we're in burnout and overwhelm that we allow ourselves to be in the zone. And it really sort of solidified a lot of so many lessons and things that I've gone through. And so many of my clients have been through, uh, where, yeah, like being mindful of that. And I feel like a big part of being in the zone, which I'm recognizing again is, is about forward planning and about, uh, Every day setting ourselves up, you know, like this morning I met a friend early, early before we had our podcast and I was up and I meditated at like 530 in the morning and I was like, it's a non-negotiable for me. Mm. It was, it was, I was like, I'm just going to do 10 minutes, but I know how different and I felt so different when I did it. And like, there's certain things that just become a non-negotiable. Some days I meditate three times in a day, might be just 10 minutes, but I notice my vibration or my energy. I'm like, oh, I, I notice where you're going. And, mm-hmm. I'm the pattern and I'm like, I'm not going to let you go there because, you know, I'm going to stay in the zone and I willingly bring myself back. And it's just, a, it's practice, right? It's like anything. It's like building a muscle. But yeah. Any, any parting words here? I know you were writing some little things down. Anything else you would like to add or share? Some final parting words.
1: Last thing that was probably a few things popping in my head at the end this we've spoken a lot about like holding space and you're on the part right path of the journey and um obviously we shared a lot of our um bit of our journey and stuff here i think something that we've both done really well right now on this podcast and the conversation is we've both um held space for each other to talk mm-hmm. neither is really jump when one's been going the other ones sometimes we've probably spoken for two three four five minutes ourselves and then the other ones yeah then i've come in and you and i think That's probably like the the, we're we're talking about this. If this is what's coming out, the next time we do a podcast, we might not talk about any of this stuff. So it's like this is what's on our hearts and minds, and like this is what's meant to come out now. It's like holding space for someone is just allowing them to. remind like, if you're when you're talking, me just nodding, like I'm I'm nodding now to you. I'm looking at you on the screen, face to face. I'd be looking at you like in the eyes and just, mm, and just engage like engaging with my body language. Where you are feeling heard and seeing that it just can keep flowing out of you. Like some of the stuff coming out, you've just been in a full flow, like it's just coming and I'm not just allowing it to come in. Like for me, holding out space is allowing you to it to come from how it's meant to innately out of you, like what you need to say and and that even in a holding space sense when someone's just even as a friend or going but if you have someone that's really going through someone, through something, um, you know, if someone's suicidal, you can You can save, you can support someone and change the trajectory of their life by just asking, "What's, what's Mm. got you here? Tell me about your journey." And just mm, that's difficult. And a mentor of mine, we had a conversation. I supported my one of my dear friends through losing both his parents um, in the space of like eighteen months to each other. And I said to her, "I said, how do I support him any further? Like, like what's he?" How do I know? I don't even, I've never gone through this. Like, thank goodness. Like for me, I feel blessed. Both of my parents are still earth side and I can have a re- relationship to them through this this space, the physical form. And um, and, she, and I said, I don't, I don't know what he's going through. And she said, you say just that. I don't know what you're going through right now, but I'm here for you. This is hard, but I've got you. Whatever you need. And asking someone in a space when they're going through some challenging times. Once you, once you hold that space for them and let them vent and let it come out of them, just asking them after, what do you need right now? Like, what do you need from me? How can I, what, what do you need from me from me to support you? Just asking that question. What do you need? Let them talk. Like what? Cause it gets them thinking, what do I actually, what do I actually need from you? And they might just say, I just needed you to help. I just needed to vent. I'm not. And then it might be, I, I need some, I need you to help. Me. Where do I go to, to get support? Okay, and then you can start solve it. The masculine come mode. Now it's my time to solve it. Like I'll say to my wife, on a, we don't do this perfectly all the time, but we're we're human and we we're trying to get better. She'll come. She's a school teacher. Yeah, you know, in the in the building industry, and she'll come home and uh, from school. Or now she's looking after life. You know, full time. She's actually working a bit in our business, but it's. She'll have these different things that come up, and I realize that I need to be present with her and hold eye contact and ask mm, and just listen. And then I'll ask questions and then I can't help it. Like, I want to solve. The masculine wants to solve. You watch five guys in a construction, construction industry, you got a problem on a job site and you bring the five top guys together to solve stuff, normally in those leadership positions. you like, boys, what are we going to do here? My goodness, there is way too many chiefs. Like, <laughs> love that. It's not just guys, it's the masculine energy comes out and he goes, let's do it this way let's do it this way like you, you find a solution but you got to navigate it because everyone wants to fix it so i'll say to my like my wife my mind just starts solving straight away problem issues what have we got but i'll have i'll say to her is this a me listen or is this a me fix it and she's like this is a you listen and then i just keep going then at the end like you know is it again i'm like is this a me fix it or a me listen and then we get to the end it's like do you, do you want me do you want any Solutions, do you want me to add anything? And sometimes she'll just go, No, nah, better. Like that's all I needed. Or no, I actually do need you to add something now. Or that question, what do you need from me? Like, so I think that's just if you're holding space for someone or you have something that comes out, like that's in our our heart and our heartbeat. We talked to me, bro, is if you're holding space for someone that's potentially suicidal or just going through a really rough patch, it's like those sort of things that I just spoke about, our techniques and listening to our conversation today is that why am I talking and just letting each other just flow and let it come out of us is literally how you that is holding space. Mm. So like Steph and I today have been holding space for each other to put this podcast together. That is it's a conversation. So
0: can't make this stuff up. Like it's one thing.
1: But <laughs> I that is my
0: <laughs> one thing. I just wanted to to finally add on which. And I know you know this, but using the word vent, I I would love if we could actually remove that word only because vent to me feels like I feel like shit. And I'm gonna just tell you all of my problems I'm I'm gonna dump on you. So I love holding space. Two things here. You can, so you gotta realize. So one thing is sometimes people that haven't fully been heard or fully seen. Will talk a fair bit, especially women. So sometimes, if they have never been fully listened to, they might talk for 10, 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes. You'd be, you'd be pushing 30 with you not saying a thing. But you've got to realize if someone's never been heard, they will have a lot to say. But eventually, when you just let them go, which usually after 10, 15, 20 minutes, they won't have anything left to say. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just got to let them go until there's nothing left. But the other thing is so that you're not feeling like you're taking on someone else's energy. The reason I love the word holding space is I imagine with friends and family, if they sometimes I'll have, you know, my cousin or anyone that reaches out and they're like, hey, can I talk to you? And I will be honest if I can hold it. Sometimes I'm like, I just don't have the capacity right now. We will schedule a call in or then what I will do is um, when we have the conversation, I'll imagine a box in front of me. And so all of that energy goes into the box, not into me. I do not take it on. And then at the end of the conversation, I imagine like I, in my imaginary box, I box it up and then I throw it away. And so that's another thing is when you're holding space for someone, it does not mean you need to take on board their energy. So that is like, I think a really important piece. Like sometimes when we're, the reason we don't like listening to people is because we just open ourselves up and we actually let all of their stuff come into our body. And we feel it. Mm. So even if you feel that coming into you, you can just say, you know, please, universal, please, source, or please, creator, please, God, whatever you believe in, please remove that from my body. And you'll notice that you'll mm. feel a lot different. Uh, and I think that's a really another thing that I would love to teach more is about energy because uh, we are we're an energetic being and we feel things. But for most people, that if they if they haven't done much personal development yet there's so much chatter going on and there's so much build up that you, you sometimes not even aware of your feeling and your energy. It's like the more that you kind of clear the layers and peel the layers off. It's like the more that you're like, Oh, I know what that feeling is now. I, I get it. Cause you're so much more, uh, you've got less layers. Let's say you're a lot more receptive. Mm.
1: I love it. Anything left unsaid?
0: I feel very complete. Me too. Well, I am so grateful for you. Um, I am so grateful for you. And I am so grateful for this conversation. And we both set intentions prior to this. And I know that this is going to, you know, be received into the hearts and minds and souls of, of men and women that listen to this now and in the future. And, you know, I hope in some way that, you know, that you're listening right now that you've learned something. And if you feel called, please share this with your loved ones, you know, the may, but maybe like, you know, wanting to educate each other on holding space and how to go about that. And hopefully Luke and I have at least demonstrated that in some uh way, shape or form today. So I'm grateful for you, Luke. And I know we'll be doing another podcast soon.
1: I'm grateful for you too. Thank you so much for allowing me to come on and share my story and share about Talk to Me, bro. And um, yeah, I echo what you said. Um hopefully if you if this if this supports you um share it with someone else have a have a conversation with someone else it might be a a courageous conversation with someone in your life that's uh important to you and that you um yeah you want to dive into those sort of things and that sort of that avenue but yeah thank you so much for letting me to come allowing me to come on and share what we do so i feel blessed
0: (laughs) oh i appreciate you and all right fam well i love you all so much and i will speak to you all soon Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening and for being a part of my extended family. And if you would like to learn more about the soul circle and soul power experience, there are links below in the description box for you to fill out. And as I always say, from my heart to your heart, I love you.